Beef, your little chap, your Mr. Big, the baby maker, Willie, Dirty Dangler, the piece, the prong, the kit, the gear, the rig, the plunger, Dingus, Winkle, Harry Hanger, Dingaling, the knob, the jiggy jig, the weenie, pecker, dibber, and the wanger. Hello, internets. Jeff here with Taking the Cynic Route. Tis the season, or is it? I'll never divulge, even though you can probably figure it out. Either way, we've got a great episode. Doesn't matter when it was recorded, because it's fantastic. We talk about old TV shows, like The Banana Splits, and The Wire, and current TV shows, like Glow, and I'm sure a couple more in there. We talked a lot about TV, basically. Um, we talked about other stuff, too. Bruce explained how hashtags work. Uh, Guinea John explains his hatred for both Larry King and Thomas Edison, both with completely good reasons why. I totally agree with him. We talk a lot about abortion in this one. Uh, Roe v. Wade is in the current events of this past year. And uh, so there's a lot of abortion talk slash humor. So once again, if you're not into the dark arts, if, if you don't like that lowbrow dark humor, you should stop listening now because it doesn't get any better. And I'm okay with that. Uh, Bruce gives us uh, some sob story about stuff happening with his car. Nobody really cares. Uh, Diane Keaton stops by, gives her performance from The Godfather. That's actually how abortion came up, I think. Um, we go through a huge list of synonyms for genitalia, both female and male, because we do not discriminate against the sexes. I talk about a day trip I took to D.C., and we discuss our favorite Vietnam movies. So, yeah, it's a good one. And that's all I have to say about that. Enjoy. Taking the Cinecrap. Shit on my father's balls. <laughs> TTCR. We got pessimistic minds and optimistic hearts. If you're easily ASAP. TTC Army ASAP STFU So guys, it's right past July 4th <laughs> How's your guys 4th of July? Don't you mean Thanksgiving? <laughs> or is it New Year's? We're coming at you live from the distant past or the or the, the distant future <laughs> <laughs> or somewhere in between. We've accomplished that technology. <laughs> We're that good. We are that good. Thanks for once again coming with us and taking the cynic route. I am Jeff. They call me Bruce. Guinea John taking the cynic route with y'all where there's never construction, never any traffic jams. Your path is always clear. Occasionally you might hit a deer. Right up Main Street, as Deadpool would say. Might get a detour on the Pennsylvania Turnpike. Ah, indeed, indeed. <laughs> anyway, did you guys hear about the Happy Roman? No. He was a gladiator. 
Dong. <laughs> was, it, was that the joke you had us waiting for? I don't know if the listeners could hear that. Um, hear what? Of course they could. That fucking, I was being sarcastic. It was loud as shit. <laughs> they, they could hear everything. It was comically loud in my headphones. It was hilarious. It's also not the first time you told that joke on this podcast. No, <laughs> I guarantee really? I have not on this podcast. 100% before. you have. I guarantee I have not. You want to you make a wager? I will make a bet Who with you. Who do you, you think right is now? more familiar with these podcast recordings? Me- Okay, it's possible that I may have uttered it at one point, but it did not make it on a, a past recording. May, not, past may not be published yet. I doubt I said it. I would remember. <laughs> I would not have already known that joke had you not said it on this microphone. God damn. Anyway. So now it's a question of which one do you use? Do you cut it out of an old episode before nah. we publish it? Or? No, we're we'll keep them all. Do keep we save, all. save it for this grand moment? That way this conversation is, remains relevant. This triumph of comedy history? We all know about my memory problems on this show anyway, so... <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> I don't know if they know it. You just realize it when you co- go back and hear yourself talking about the same shit. <laughs> See, the thing is, I listen back to our episodes and I learn so much. Like It's like a learning experience. Even though I was there... <laughs> We're a regular magic school bus. <laughs> fucking, uh, what was that called? Um, magic school bus? No. Um, what were those fuckers called? Flux capacitor. No. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? No. The banana splits. That's what I was... Th- I don't know why it took me so long. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, I don't know what You that don't know banana either. splits? How does that... Negative. How is that relevant? Uh, Dude, I'm aging myself a little bit. They didn't time travel, did they? I don't think so. They were basically like, you know, dressed up animals. They were humans in they animal were, suits. They were a band, right? Running around. Like Zoobly Zoo? They were like fucking for kids, you know. Weren't they a band, though? They or were fucking for kids? They were fucking for no. kids? What kind of a What kind of a band is this? <laughs> is that I mean, why they were no, called it, the Banana Splits? <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Um, hey! It was like a Saturday morning at 7 o'clock or that, 8 o'clock. That, that could be, that could fall right in line with your... Uh, your theories. They had a great theme song, by the way. What? How so? The banana splits. Uh, what theory are you speaking of? I'm not familiar. Uh, the one where everything is sexual. Oh, there you go. There you you go. Know, you're, they're priming from an early age. I don't think everything 100% is, but yes, you do. most things are. <laughs> most foods. <laughs> I remember this commercial for something. It was probably some, a few Christmases ago, three, four, five Christmases ago. Hot dogs. There was this lady in a in a mall. Tacos. Um, with a couple of small children that she was the mother of. Mm-hmm. And there's this shot of her bending over, handing these children something. She's bending over, 90-degree angle bend. And right behind her is this large, life-size toy soldier that's, like, visually doing her from behind. And it was, like, <laughs> a quick two-second shot. You know how these commercials, they zip, 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 zip. And images up there for two seconds tops, okay. if that, if you're lucky. And I fucking like paused it or whatever. I found it on YouTube and I photographed it and I pu- I posted it on my social media, you know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, nice try, Verizon or whoever the fuck it was. I'm like, you didn't get this past me, dicks. <laughs> but you know, when they bring, there's like small kids in the fucking shot too with the mother. You know, so what's wrong with that? I mean, people do bend over in the real world without getting fucked. I mean, it happens. Haven't you ever dropped a pen? What would what do you do? You just kick it under a desk and say, yeah. "Fuck it, I'll get a new one." He turns his back to a wall and squats down slowly. 
<laughs> Fuck. So anyway, you aren't really uh, dating yourself too much because uh, the Banana Splits aired from 1968 to 1970. <laughs> so they were on reruns in the early 80s, right? So, but That's yeah, crazy. Was, you know, I've had that conversation with people before. It's weird to think. You know, when you're a kid, you don't realize that some of the shit you're watching is old. You have right. no idea. You know, your concept yep. of time isn't there. Right. Uh, now, I remember, and I'll, I'll lay this out. I was a small kid in the early to middle 80s, and I remember, like, clockwork, my afternoon when I got home from school. was like, leave it to Beaver and then mm-hmm. Brady Bunch. Now, I could tell, obviously, that the Beaver was older than the Brady Bunch. Because um, the <laughs> one was black and white. It was clearly older. What? Brady Bunch was clearly more recent. I thought it was a little more brownish. <laughs> Continue. I'd enjoy. I'd be enjoying my Raspberry Jolly Ranchers. Little did I know. <laughs> <laughs> they left nothing of that beaver behind. When they say leave it to beaver, they they leave no beaver behind. <laughs> they they leave no part of that of that animal uh, un, untouched or unused. Oh, Ward. I think you were a little hard on the beaver last night. <laughs> the dirtiest thing ever said on television. <laughs> so anyway. But yeah, but yeah, and then like Scooby Doo would be on, mm-hmm. I remember. Um Well I can just remember watching, you know, uh the Andy Griffith show and Happy Days, never realizing that the kid from one was the teenager ah, in the other. Right. You know, because you just you don't have that, gotcha. that concept. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and then there was, of course, you know, the Dukes of Hazard and, you know, all the fun stuff. Yeah. That made me grow up American. It was the era of the spinoff, too, man, because, like, um, what was what was the one you said before, Dukes of Hazard? My fucking memory. So, Happy Days. Laverne and Shirley spun off of that, and that was really big. And um, Morgan, Morgan Mindy. Mindy from that. Yeah. And um, Joni Loves Chachi. And, like, the Jeffersons and shit was spun off of All in the Family. Mm-hmm. I was watching all in the family recently, and there, there was there was a George Jefferson before Sherman Hemsley. There was like some other black man playing George Jefferson, and then they switched to Sherman Hemsley. Really? Also about Sherman Hemsley, he's a huge prog rock fan. I don't know if you knew that. Is he really? Yeah. No, I did not I, hear that. I think I did hear that. Yeah. Um, but he's. I think he's dead now, Sherman. Unfortunately, may he rest in peace. Is it Hemsley or Helmsley? How? Helm, I think, is Helmsley. But, uh, yeah, man. So, so the real question is, no, it is Hemsley. Okay. Um, so the real question is, can you name all four of the Banana Splits? That's um, one of those, what you call it, uh, Mandela effects. Sherman Helmsley. I could have sworn it was Helmsley. <laughs> what was uh, Leona Helmsley? Wasn't that somebody like Trump banged her or something? <laughs> Sure. I don't even know that. I'm, I'm I'm drawing a blank here. I'm like reaching at straws. You got me. I can name zero fucking banana splits, but um. <laughs> so Leona Helmsley. That's it. Uh, was an American businesswoman known for her flamboyant personality and her reputation for tyrannical behavior, earning her the title Queen of Mean. Okay. Is there some connection with Trump, or was that just me, Mandela affecting? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nice verbiage. Yeah, I uh, I don't know. It doesn't matter. You Mandela'd the fuck out of that. <laughs> so the uh, four banana splits were Flegel, 
Bingo, Drooper, and Snorky. Jesus. And what about do you know who the show's sponsor was? No. Kellogg cereal. Alrighty. I would have guessed KY. <laughs> <laughs> Give those kids their sugar and their processed fucking corn <laughs> and wheat product. Lube. That not even cows want. They totally were a band. Now, wasn't there? Is their song the La 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 La? la, la? Is that the dance? Uh, you know what? I, I would need more to go by than that. And even if I did hear it, it may not register. But um, yeah. So anywho, um, I just uh, finished up watching uh, this sh- show called Glow on Netflix mm-hmm. for gorgeous ladies of wrestling. Mm-hmm. You guys ever see any of that? Now, do you remember the original broadcast? No. Of Glow? No, but there is another. Do- there's a documentary on Netflix yes. as well about the. Which actual- is really good. I've seen the documentary. I've not seen the Netflix series. Yeah, and and the series is based. I saw the the series first, mm-hmm. and then I saw the documentary about the real thing, which I I didn't even realize. I didn't know that existed. It flew yeah. completely out of my radar. Yeah, me and my sister used to watch it all the time when we were Damn. little. What what channel would that would that be on with whatever the UHF channels were at the time Damn. like fifty four or forty five or whatever see that that did not come on around me I would have known about it mm-hmm. that was not a thing in the Midwest because I'm from Ohio originally if y'all didn't know um, yeah it's not like you say it seven times an episode or anything <laughs> I don't know that I do <laughs> You're so full of shit just got to remind people in case they're first time listeners right. If anybody mis- listen to Michigan, by the way, we're, uh, shout out to you guys. We appreciate your listening. None of us are from Michigan, but um, no. But the series is really good. It, Mark Marin is really good in it. He's in it. Mm-hmm. Um, See, I yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan of Mark Marin, and I think that's one of know, the, the things that turned me off of the show. It's funny. I wasn't either, and then he's good in this though. Okay. So I mean. Yeah. It, now I kind of want to listen to him. I, I really have never listened to his show. He's I've listened to his show, and it, I was a fan for a while, but he just became. What uh, turned you off? He just he's he's kind of neurotic. Like he's got that OCD comedy thing going. Okay, like that neurosis, like, like a Dennis Leary or something, almost. <laughs> kind maybe more more. Um, I guess more of like a like a whiny George Costanza. Oh shit! I got going. you. Hmm. But um, anyway, I I bring up Glow the series on Netflix because, yes. and I posted this for you guys recently, like over text and on Facebook or whatever, and I didn't hear anything back. I heard crickets back, so I'll bring it up now. Did you do you know what I'm referring to? Not there really. was a scene in this Glow series where they're sitting in this radio station they're being interviewed these lady wrestlers are being interviewed and behind one of the main characters there's this poster and it says King Crimson oh yeah I saw that yes now I Guinea John accounted that as a personal victory based upon and I do remember this crystal clear the previous episode where we talk about (laughs) (laughs) I never remember I don't ever remember you know what I'm talking about I know exactly what you're talking about I just don't. Do you actually think that someone from from uh, Netflix happened to listen to a podcast and thought, you know what? I'm thinking I'm going to throw a King Crimson ad in it's, there for Guinea. You know what? There's Espec- a chance, especially considering they're filming it before this podcast. Pro- that podcast probably All right, ever. You're hit probably the right. Okay, but the serendipity aspect or whatever. Okay, I just think that uh, so somebody I, had a good taste to put King Crimson there instead of some garbage, instead of Bon Jovi, yeah, we or know. whatever. Okay. Yeah, a thousand other things that are shit. They put something that's got like some substance and quality to it. So, according to you, <laughs> according to me, yeah. yeah, yeah. 
So my question. I mean, I understand the whole subjectivity thing. Go ahead. Did we discuss? I'm not sure you did, do. <laughs> did we discuss King Crimson? That was his example as when I think it was when what Guardians movie is that what you're talking about? No, it was Spider Man Homecoming. Spider-Man. Whichever Most one reason. had the Bon Jovi reference from the 14 year old, exactly. Right? And yeah, and Guinea John was all butthurt about it because it brought back memories of of girls, you know, getting the name wrong while still loving Bon Jovi. <laughs> no, uh, just. <laughs> so anyway, no, yeah, go his, ahead. his example of a good advertisement for a movie would have been why didn't they? He was like, why? Why didn't they? Uh, show a King Kim Crimson reference, huh? Why do they gotta go Bon I, Jovi? I just pulled that name out of something good they could have used. Right. And then, and then, then here, all like, and then here they go and use it on a different show. Right. So the, King Crimson actually popped up and I was like, holy shit. Somebody... Well, solely because you talked of it on the podcast. I'd like to clearly. think so. I'd like to think so. I but... mean, but it's not as though King Crimson were not some sort of musical juggernaut. Thank you. I rest my case. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> I'm not sure you know what ca- how cases work either. <laughs> but I mean, so you, so somehow you're thinking that King a King Crimson ref- reference is somehow better yes. than the Bon Jovi reference. Yes. Because it's not junk food. It's like something that's like. You know, like you take small bites and you savor it and, and you think about it and like, you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's something that challenges the brain a little bit. It's not like junk food. Yeah, but there's a lot of fucking people that love junk food. There's millions of people you know out why? there that because are going to pick Skittles over a steak. Yeah, because it's readily <laughs> available and pushed upon these people. If you made quality things readily available and pushed mm-hmm. those upon people, then we'd have a different world. We'd so, be living in a different world. So if the radio played more King Crimson and less Bon Jovi, it'd be a better world. <laughs> <laughs> well, I personally think it would be. A I, bit. I, I mean, I would tend to agree, but... And it's not even that Bon Jovi's that terrible. I don't know why I keep picking on Bon Jovi. <laughs> like, You're going to hurt his feelings when he listens to this. I, right. I doubt it. I think he's doing fine. His agents and marketing got him into the rock call, which is what that was all about. <laughs> Kill that Indian son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no, but anyway, that that was an exciting thing that happened to me last week. <laughs> the highlight of your See, week. Seeing a King Crimson ad on the television a, a, show. It wasn't even an ad. It was, it was just a poster, a poster on the yeah. wall in the background. I mean, but maybe, maybe some, maybe the set decorator was just a fan of King Crimson. There we go. Did they did they reference the King Crimson poster at all? No, just it was just it? prominently displayed. Yeah. I sent you guys pictures. I over, saw the picture. I, know, I, I saw know what you're it. Talking I just about. ignored it. I don't know what you want me to do. <laughs> I, I didn't know what the reference was, so I just let it go. I got it. You didn't remember, it. Dude, no, because no. you were the one who had to come back to me. Okay. You're like, we, well, th- they would lose that nostalgia because it doesn't mean as much to people. I don't know. Whatever. We recorded that like five months ago. Yeah, you know how true. many conversations I've had since then? This is true. With you included? This is true. So what you guys been watching? Or anything good? Listening to? Watching anything good? Been watching The Wire. Oh, oh, yeah. Where are you? Third season by now? Fourth. Oh, you're in the fourth season. Yep, yep. Which I'm, is like in this public school season, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's pretty good. Did they do Hamsterdam yet? Yes. That was season three. Okay. I pretty much live it. <laughs> so, 
homie. Yes, not all not all of us were able to. Yeah, I uh, ducked out. Yeah, yeah. Get got, out of the city. I got out of the game. Yeah, man. <laughs> so, uh, I. Did you see, hold that one more question about the wire? Did you see oh, the Jesus scene Christ. where where Omar is? They put him in like Harford County detention in one episode. <laughs> like you see him walking out, and there's like the plaque Harford County Detention Center. No, I haven't seen that yet. Maybe it's coming up. Spoiler. <laughs> Thanks, Way to go. Thanks, dude. <laughs> Way to ruin it. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I was driving up the road the other day. Uh, Saturday. Is this a over. traffic story? No. Go ahead. <laughs> if it was a traffic story, were you going to stop him? No. Okay. I was just remembering one of our previous episodes. That's all. My memory. I'm trying to prove that my memory does work. <laughs> <laughs> so I was going to a buddy's house uh, last Saturday, not uh, yesterday, with week four, and driving up the road. The car seems starts to act a little funny as I'm trying to accelerate, kind of going up a small hill. Uh, then all of a sudden, my Check engine light starts blinking. Whole car starts vibrating as I'm accelerating. I'm like, Whoa. what the fuck is this? And then some uh, mnemonic pops up, you know, like uh, C or R, G, or I don't even remember what the hell the letters were anymore. You're talking about um, uh, acronym? Yeah. Okay. Um, so I'm like, well, what the fuck is this shit? So I pull over into a, a shopping center, turn my car off, and, you know, pull out the the book. Take a look at the right what it, what it means. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. You know, some sort of uh, electronic uh, gas regulator or something. I'm like, well, what, what the fuck is this shit? Turn the car back on. Everything goes fine. I'm like, well, good. I, you know, I guess maybe it's you know, it fixed itself. Right, it's ca- fine. Cars do that sometimes. <laughs> you know, so I figured maybe it was just a glitch in the electronics. You know, cars getting a little old. Shit, it's a glitch in the matrix. Like some, sometimes when you turn on your computer and it you know acts a little funky, you power down, power back up, everything's good. So I said, all right. Drove to Buddy's house, drove back home later at night, drove around a bit on Sunday, everything fine. Driving to work on Monday, same shit starts up where, you know, as soon as I start accelerating, it starts, you know, vibrating real bad. I'm like, well, fuck, man. Like, this is a pain in the ass. Said so, you know, rather than hope that it gets better again, I figure I'll go ahead and take it in. You know, I looked up the problem online. Looked like I probably just needed new spark plugs and new coils. Which, you know, it's been a while since I've gotten those replaced. Car's pushing 180K. What's coils? It's, it's all related. All right. Yeah, it connects to the the wires and the spark plugs to make a to okay. create ignition. Okay. So, you know, I, I, I go to the dealer, drop the car off. I figure they'll have everything in stock. You know, they'll be able to fit me in. Everything will be good. Uh, had to grab a rental car. Uh, because they didn't have any learners. So I'm like, well, that's a pain in the ass. But they said, you know, they should be able... It's a pretty routine thing. They should be able to swap it out. Everything should be good. They should be able to pick it up the next day. You had to pay for the rental? Yeah. All right. So, get a call next afternoon. Oh, as as we were taking out your uh, spark plugs, they were kind of corroded, and uh, the head of one of them broke off in your engine, and we don't know if we're going to be able to tap it out. If not, we might have to remove your entire engine, send it somewhere, have it drilled out, and then the entire uh, insert rethreaded. Now, with no prior knowledge of your car buying experience, can I just guess at what dealership this is? Go ahead. Is it Jones? No. Ah, oh, <laughs> that's really hoping. No. Cook. I mean, that's like a square oh. mile of like different pl- a ton right. of different places, yeah. right, Jones? But it's all the same. Mother company, whatever. Okay. Same 
Now, where's Cook, service. though? I know where Jones is, but where's Cook? Is it Cook Volkswagen? Yeah. Is it Falston? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, Shout shit. out. Okay. <laughs> right. Shout out for breaking off a spark plug. I'm just like, Jesus so Christ. That, that's pretty terrible. So I'm just sitting there, you know, tight, internally just, you know, p- pounding keys on the on the uh, psychological typewriter. So are they Cash gonna, register. So. Are they going to cover your rental at all? Or? And then, of course. No. Well, they, the thing is, they did have a loaner come back. Okay. So they said, you know, if you get here by eight or whatever, you know, you can pick up the loaner. So. Because it sounds like it's going to take some time. And that with it being a holiday in there, there was another day they weren't going to be working. And I was just like, Jesus Christ. Um, so thankfully, they were able to knock it out without having to remove the entire engine. That's good. Uh, but yeah, it was uh, that day of waiting to find out whether or not I'd have to spend thousands of dollars to get you know my fucking engine remilled was, was not would you fun. have dealt would you have just gotten a different car at that point or would you have seen it through i probably would have seen it through i'd like to squeeze another year or two out of it um but yeah by that point depending how much it would cost i'm like you know theoretically it shouldn't have cost you a fucking dime since it was their fault well but they, i'm sure they would have argued back that they were you know that things were corroded i wouldn't point. have said eat a dick it's your job to get that out without breaking it right <laughs> like, i mean i mean thankfully it didn't get to that point right but you know the spark plug wasn't broke when i brought it in is what i would have said but they could have argued maybe it was maybe that was what was causing the misfires no i guarantee <laughs> i guarantee that dude went to take it out cranked on that ratchet and popped it off right corroded or not it's you know they yeah, did, they did show them to me, and they were pretty ugly. <laughs> I, I believe it. Uh, so yeah, car fun. It's that Nazi uh, engineering. Cars can eat a dick, but they're kind of necessary, I guess. I got a new car battery earlier this week, and it didn't cost me anything because it was still under warranty. Mazel. Yeah, that felt good. It felt like Rocket Raccoon walking out with a free battery. <laughs> <laughs> They're called Harbulary batteries. Marvel fans will get it. There, yes. Yes. Very good. So, um... <laughs> do you yeah, have yeah, okay over there? I had enough car talk. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know. What else is going on? Not a whole lot. But somehow it seems like everything at once. Now, I got a question for Bruce. Yes. Bruce has an Instagram page where he posts about his like uh, enthusiasm that he has for films and movies and collecting and all that. Um, every time you post, you put in there like 25 different fucking hashtag phrases. Okay. Now, I, for myself and our listeners who may not understand what the fuck that's all about, like, why, is there a purpose for you doing that? Is it linking to things, or is it just you, like, free associating in your brain all the fun things you can about what's relevant to your post? Like, is there a purpose and a practical reason you're doing it, or is it just you having fun? So... With it being, you know, the page is not necessarily a personal page. You know what I mean? Like, okay. I don't post shit about me or my friends or 
what I'm doing or anything all like right. that. It's all movie based stuff. Right. So the hashtags are on there so that if someone else is searching for that hashtag or clicks on a hashtag, a similar hashtag in someone else's post, okay, it brings up a list of all the posts with that hashtag from everybody on Instagram. Okay. That, I, so, I sort so, of figured that. Go ahead. So if somebody clicks, you know, on, you know, uh, horror VHS or something like mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. then my photo would show up in there and then they could look, look on my stuff, see that, hey, you know, I like what this guy's posting. Okay. And then f- follow from there. One of your hashtags this week said rape revenge. Right. <laughs> 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 Correct. How many people are using that hashtag? We could, if if we had going to search rape revenge. I mean, if if Jesus. I could I could give you a uh, I, another hashtag was castration, which actually has a lot. <laughs> <laughs> well, what kind of movies are you watching? A movie called The Ladies Club. So is that something that can be done on Instagram where you, you search something? Like if I were to go on there and search Beatles or, or... Correct. I mean, I realize there's lots of pages like with that in the title. The page would have that in the title. But you're saying that posts as well, if yeah. they have the hashtag in the post? Correct. Okay, okay. That's how you search hashtags, for a post. Right, that's how hashtags work. Okay. Forever. See, some of us don't really deal with the hashtags and... I'd say the majority of people don't, if I had to guess. And they've, but, and they've been made c- comedy. People make comedy. A hashtag blah, blah, blah. And they'll just say it as in, in their regular conversation. But then, but then the, the, I guess the key is people then hashtag that and see whatever comedy routine had that in it. Mm-hmm. It'll come up with the post. Whoever said, said joke that you're talking about, they're going to use that hashtag in their fucking post that while they're, oh. you know what I'm saying? Oh, Wow, I get it now. I get it. It's all net. It's all part of the network, right? Yeah. Hmm. You only exist out here because of me. Hashtag. <laughs> What's that Irishman coming out? Hashtag man? Pesci. Twenty nineteen still. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Am I supposed to look that up? Got any good stories, Jeff, about like your kids and baseball and any run-ins with parents or participation trophies? No, nothing good. No, <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I mean, it happened. What about this shit story that your dad was telling you? Or <laughs> <laughs> what the hell are you talking about, man? Shit store my dad was telling me. Before we went live. Oh, the were... one I was telling him. Okay, right, that's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or are we going to save that for John? Uh, yeah, I thought we were going to save oh, that for Oh, we're saving that for when Polak yeah. Johnny comes back. Okay. Yeah. So stay tuned. <laughs> no, you got that teaser. You guys remember the episode of Louie when he's trying to like... Um... Jack off in front of all those women? <laughs> no. <laughs> but I was going to say he's trying to like put together that little doll for like as a gift for his, to his daughter. I don't know if you remember, he had like this like little, some kind of a doll, you know, like a wooden doll with like. A hair doll made out of hair clippings? No. Oh. And like he's trying to like put it together because it got fucked up somehow and he's like running out of time. And like one of a, the. A real doll to have sex with? No, Jesus Christ. No. No. This, a, this actually is not about sex. 
you know, and, part of me wants to go the bestiality route, but well, anyway, Roal Dahl. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Actually, doll is the is the name of the food. I, I knew what right. you meant. <laughs> look up, look this up. D a a l. It's a food. It's a, it's a, like an, some kind of an Indian food, or Thai food or something. Food like a giant peach. No, no. Uh, like James and the giant peach. <laughs> was that Roald Dahl? <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was. Okay. Oh, good, yeah. good, good, uh, good pool. <laughs> okay, so doll is some kind of well, a food, right? Indian uh, is a term for, in the Indian subcontinent for dried split pulses. That is lentils, peas, and beans. Okay. So that sounds. I have a disgusting. joke because if you take that doll and it, you like. Put, roll it up in a ball. You uh-huh. have rolled a doll. <laughs> I yes, I made that. Up. I came up with that myself. Guinea John, I don't uh, know. Co- I, stamp that copyright on that bitch. I don't think anyone else wants that. <laughs> um, yeah, we're good, man. But anyway, anyway, I don't get it. Louis C.K. is uh, putting together this doll for his daughter, and he's like, you know, all frantic because he's like running out. And like one of the eyes pops out, and he like falls on the ground, like he's going to lose it. And he mm-hmm. says, "And he says, shit on my father's balls." <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I don't remember what he was doing, but I remember that quote. <laughs> Dude, I like practically almost died from asphyxiate. I, I could almost not breathe. Like I was laughing so fucking hard. <laughs> I'll get that. I'll I'll try and get that as a sample. <laughs> yes, please do. Please do. Um, Thirty. Write it down in that notebook. Forty. <laughs> Were you giving the timestamp or something? Yeah, <laughs> as compared to just writing it down. Um, that way I can put it in. What is? Don't tell me the month. Just tell me the calendar day. What day of the month is it? Right now. Yeah, the ninth. It's the eighth. Okay. <laughs> nice try. I didn't want to give away how old this episode is. You see what I'm saying? He already said it was July 4th. Right. Our 4th of July beginning. episode, you mean? No. You said that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, but then we said, like, all the other ones God, to fucking, uh, your like, brain a shell is game. turning to mush. Fucking Thanksgiving and shit. We said all the other ones. So the person the sh- doesn't know. The shell game. The listen. <laughs> We really, we really tricked them up, didn't we? Gotcha. It's like the base, the baseball under the cap, like when you're at the fucking baseball game, and it's like swishing it around. And We're shit. familiar with the shell game. <laughs> you have to explain your fucking analogy. God, Although been... I will say this: uh, <laughs> most of the time, mm-hmm. between ketchup, mustard, and relish, I pick the winner most of the time. When they that's that. not even the fucking show game. Do you? That's no, the I'm race. talking about a separate thing. I knew it was separate. You, br- you brought I knew it, it was separate. No, no, no. I associated from the shell game to the the uh, condiment race because they're both at a ball game. At every ball game, it, it, where at the Orioles games, which I haven't been to in forever because they suck. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay. So I've been, I don't get a reception down here. I've been trying to f- see how many uh, hashtags for rape revenge there are. You can't look it up on the computer. No, I'd have to sign in and all that stuff. Oh, oh wait. Something just happened. <laughs> this is important. Peace. Uh, um, so yeah, the movie The Ladies Club. It's about a bunch of uh, women victims of, of assault. 
who then track tra- aren't happy with the way the legal system's dealing with things, so they track down uh, all the predators and uh, castrate them and release them back on the streets. Oh, that sounds gay. Release them, huh? <laughs> what real. kind of lives do they lead after that? The men? Yeah. Uh, obviously, they're not raping anymore. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. Not raping with their dicks. Um, here's a here's a question. I'm sure they get their own, maybe they get some rape revenge with some tools. Maybe or maybe speaking of emasculated. Uh, speaking of maybe. women taking control of their own sexual destinies, etc. Um, do we have to? I don't. I don't suppose we do. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. Um, this whole Roe versus Wade thing. It's been the talk of the summer, and the has it. I mean. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> it's news to me. I all I know about Roe versus Wade is the abortion case, right? Yeah, from the sixties. And, and a lot of the buzz, you know, I 50s. I have been avoiding the news cycles like the fucking plague because that's what it is. It's a fucking plague, a plague of both your houses, right? And I'm talking left and right. I'm quoting Shakespeare. It's it's just the, all the coverage. It's it's just a plague, um, but because fucking what's his name fucking momo retired um right from the supreme court so now trump's got Justice two choices and there's a couple other people that are knocking on death's fucking door that might be gone he might even get a third fucking in there as far as as far as we know that ruth bader ginsburg dude she is like <laughs> you just call ruth bader ginsburg a dude <laughs> no i was saying dude is an address to you guys no, okay. I'm not saying, okay. I'm not no, saying she's a sense. dude. <laughs> say, that Ruth Bader Ginsburg dude is something is? else. Uh, she is 85. Jesus fucking. And looks, dude, her and days looks are numbered. every day of it. Dude, if Trump gets reelected. <laughs> Have you seen this troll? Jesus Christ. If Trump gets reelected, dude, she is going to, she's, she might hang on till the end of his first term, but his second term, fuck that. No way in hell. I mean, for serious. Look at this. And Look that's that actually mug. a good picture. <laughs> um, all I'm saying is, she dude. Lives, she looks like Larry King. She, she does. Like like if Larry King lived under a bridge and ate children. Oh, dude, Larry King. Don't get me started on him, dude. He, he, You know, he could have been the villain in Aliens. He could have been like the <laughs> fucking queen mother in Aliens, that motherfucker. I haven't liked that motherfucker <laughs> since. Have oh. I told you this? <laughs> no. Go ahead. Dude, I've had a problem with that asshole. <laughs> All right, it's right around 2007. This guy should... <laughs> should You've been holding on to this one for yeah. a while. This guy should have retired fucking at least 10 years before he did. At least. There's a time to fucking lay it down. Like, you know, go out gracefully. This fucking guy. So anyway, he's sitting there. <laughs> still said what he's doing. No, I, I'm getting to it. It's like 2007. I remember because that was the year that two things happened that were huge in Beatles, uh, Beatles history. You know, uh, Across the Universe film came out that year, and the Love Show in Vegas. Oh, I was gonna say also probably Beatles Rock Band. Was that right around that time? Yeah. Okay, so they they've been making they were making big or you know 21st century pushes to keep the legacy going, which is fine with me. That's fine. People need we need the Beatles. We need them now more than ever. But anyway, he's sitting know? there. Larry King is sitting there in a Vegas fucking sitting on some couch in some Vegas studio or casino or wherever. He's got Paul McCartney and Ringo Starr sitting across from him. 
And Larry King actually fucking looks at Ringo Starr and asks him some, and he says, well, George, uh, blah, blah, blah. And some fucking question came out of his mouth. He fucking called him George. He called Ringo Starr George. I wanted to pop his fucking little insect head off of his fucking... <laughs> God, it fucking... Mm. And you took personal offense to this? I took personal... Dude, like, if you can't get that right, you need to fucking step down and make way for somebody that fucking can, is not going to fuck that up. George Harrison had been dead for five, over five fucking years. And if you don't know that, if you don't know you're looking at Ringo fucking star and you're going to call him George, you need to fucking get, you either lead, follow, or get out of the way. <laughs> he needs to get out of the fucking way. So, so what, what, what year was this? Right around 07. Okay. Whenever the love show came correct. out. You're correct. Yeah, 2007. Uh, so there's an article in Stereo Gum uh, from 2007 uh, titled, Larry King demonstrates how not to interview the Beatles. Oh. So tip number one for sp- <laughs> tip number one for speaking to any member of the Fab Four. Remember which ones have passed away and which ones are sitting right in oh, front of you. Jesus Christ! <laughs> oh God! So you can't, but you can't chalk that up to just like an old guy being an old guy. I can, which is why in his job he's got to be accurate. He's he you know, he can't make mistakes like that. No, I'm I'm not necessarily defending him. And that's a huge yeah. mistake. Yeah. You know. He is 84 years old now. If if that were if, if I were him, I, I would walk off of that set when the camera stops shaking my head, man. It's time to step it's time to step down a peg. It's time to fucking drink piña coladas and some fucking Chase lounge like Milton at the end of office space. Like I've made my nut. Like I'm done. Like Like you know what I mean? Like don't embarrass yourself. Like, anyway, I'm done. So eleven years later, <laughs> has it been really? Damn, that's crazy. Time flies. Time flies when you're angry as hell. Time flies when you're holding a grudge about something that doesn't affect your daily life in any way, shape, or form. This is true. We call this a um, first world problem or a, a white people problem. <laughs> Is that what? Who's this we you're referring to? (laughs) Time flies like an arrow, but fruit flies like a banana. (laughs) I don't know what you're talking about. I'll take Latitz now for 800. Latitz now. (laughs) He's the best. (coughs) So, what Uh, else is new? Took another trip out to the West Coast. Uh, no, I am going to be doing that in, uh, in about three weeks. I'm not going to say the month. <laughs> <laughs> so around Thanksgiving. Got yeah, it. give or take. <laughs> so I'll be sure to let you know about that. I'll be gone, though, for better part of three weeks two, fat irish prick over two weeks i'll be gone so i mean for us that'll be the better part of three weeks with you being gone <laughs> oh man <laughs> walked right into that one <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck was that <laughs> you know what it was it was my attempt at doing that one effect you know that the slide one whistle yeah exactly i don't even know where it is oh, <laughs> oh i did it the wrong direction <laughs> 
thought we had one that went both ways. Oh, I, yeah, we do. His name is Bruce. <laughs> so also I know. Damn it. As soon as it came out of my mouth, I'm like, fuck. All right, here we go. I bet you, I bet you bet it was. <laughs> Son of a bitch. Um, so, yeah. Actually, you'd appreciate Mark Maron's character in Glow. He's like, um, they don't get too into it, but before he was uh, a skate show producer, he was like, um, douchebag. Like, um, he made like films. Movies, right? Yeah, exactly. Like, um, like cheap horror films that are yeah. cult classics and things like that. Uh, based on, uh, uh, what's his face? Oh, that guy? Matt, Matt Simber. I couldn't think of his name. Oh. Uh, uh, he did like Candy Tangerine Man and uh, Hundra and the Witch, Candy came, the Witch Who Came from the Sea and a whole bunch of uh, crazy exploitation mm. movies. But yeah, it was. I didn't realize that he was involved in Glow until watching the documentary. Uh, and he was apparently friends with the hotel magnate that owned like all those hotels that they like in the one that they had the arena in that they would film in the bottom of. Uh, I, can't, I can't remember the hotel guy's name either, but he was he was like dating Pia Zadora. Oh, right. I know what um, you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, yeah, the documentary is great. If you haven't watched the documentary on Glow yet, definitely yeah. do it. It's really yeah. fucking good. I did catch it. Yeah. I can't believe you. I, I, so I'm just shocked that you didn't have Glow. It was, I swear, I, I had never even heard of that shit. Until like you know this Netflix series came out. Yeah, me and my sister used to watch it all the time. I you know I remember when I saw the trailer for it, I sent it to her and she was so excited because we used to watch it and then like I'd go and like put her in leg locks and stuff. And then my mom would yell at us for beating up on my little sister. Um. Um. Yeah, we got all the mail, all the WWF and all that shit. Yeah, Glow was definitely a. Uh, it was definitely uh, uh, on the UHF stations. It wasn't on the uh, main broadcast. It was great, though. Matilda the Hun. And... Huh. It was so ridiculous. What about you? What's with you, Jeff? Jeff Rotol? Not a whole lot. Just, uh, you know, just grinding away. Dealing with kids during the... Uh, kids. The summer. No school. Paying the dick. Do they have any? Did do you send them off for any activities or anything? I mean, I can, I don't send them off anywhere, but I take them places. Christina takes them places. We go swimming every weekend at one of the grandparents. It gets pretty old after a while. You ever visit the public pool of the street? Oh, fuck no. What do I look like? The place madhouse. I look Mexican. No. <laughs> Come, on. Come on, guy. Yeah, it's it's usually a madhouse. You can see it from the road. Right. People park on the road because the parking lot becomes so full. Which I don't even know how that's a thing for a public pool. You would think there'd be like a limit or a safety hazard. Right. To right. where your parking shouldn't like your exceed the capacity, amount of people. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but yeah, it's it's nuts to butts in that pool. Aha. Uh-huh. That's a favorite expression of mine. Yeah, it's fun. You know. I can remember going to public pools like when I was a kid. Yeah, me too. Um, and like taking like swimming lessons and stuff at them, but I don't ever remember them being crazy packed like the ones that I see now. Because you're right. I mean, you, you know, and 
Like there's one in Towson that I drive by on my way home from work sometimes if I'm taking back roads that it's the same thing. It's, you know, the entire lot's full, all the streets, both sides are parked with cars. Uh, yeah, it's it's an obscene amount of right. people. Which is weird because I almost feel like there'd be more amount, there'd be more pools now. Everybody gets pools. Yeah, there should be more pools. Yeah, but think about it. There's way more people. Yeah, actually. I mean, I guess. Like, we've doubled the population of the country in less than 30 years or something crazy like that. Yeah, that probably wasn't a good idea. And people actually want to retract Roe versus Wade. I don't get that. <laughs> Full I just, circle. I just don't get it. <laughs> Back to abortion. We need less people in our public pools. And you know what? If Therefore, someone... we should keep the Roe versus Wade legislation intact. I mean, there's less so many babies ways. means less bodies in public pool systems. I'm with you. I saw a quote recently that. And I'm I'm sure I'm paraphrasing it. I don't even remember who the hell said it. But uh, the quote was in regards to this whole thing. They said, you know, it's not a question of whether or not women are going to have abortions. It's a question of whether or not women are going to die getting abortions. Ah, Yeah. Yeah, I saw this movie once. um, Agnes of God. No, I don't remember what what it was called, but it was like it was like a three parter. Like a creep show type type okay. of a structure, anthology omnibus. Um, it was about abortion, but it was like one was like oh, I saw from that. a long time ago. Yep, and like yep. The woman died. Oh, what the fuck and then is that called? It might have been called "If These Walls Could Talk" or something. That's is it. that the name of it? Yeah, because that's where I got the name idea for "If These Balls really? Could Talk." <laughs> yeah. Um, and like Cher was in one of them too, in one of the yep, one yep. of the uh, stories. Okay. And it, it was, was like the history of abortion through the ages and how it used to be unsafe. Was that like made for HBO or something. It was. It was an HBO. Okay. Yeah. It was a three parter for um, HBO. Right. I think I have a clip from Cher about the the act, that actual show. <laughs> <laughs> So no, sorry. What were you gonna say? Uh, about? Just that uh, I Bruce's paraphrase of whatever he was quoting there. Um, yeah, if you just outlaw it, women are still gonna do it. But it, it, and and I think they're leaving it up to states. So if women really want to do it, they'll just make a road trip or something. I, I don't know. They'll figure it out. But do we just take a look at all the poverty and misery like every fucking where, like. No, I mean, how many of those people probably were unwanted births, and I don't know. I'm with you. I, I, I think you're looking at it wrong, though. I mean, I think you know the way I think about it is, you know, abortion kind of brings out the kid in you. Did not did not expect an abortion joke coming there. It caught us off guard. We should have fully expected it. Though. I mean, cool guys. But if somebody ever comes back at me and says, "Well, what if you were aborted?" I'll be like, "Well, that's all fine and good. I wouldn't know the fucking difference. I wouldn't be here to like be be you know disappointed or angry or." Half the time, I'm asking for someone to abort me now, so I'm not going to argue that at all. What if you abort the next, you know, Thomas Edison? Well, guess what? Thomas Edison was a fucking dick. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Dude, I saw this thing. Yeah, he was a piece of shit. I know. Yeah, uh, you, you, this is going to add to your belief of this. 
Um, <clears throat> I was watching some wildlife special. Uh, like Mutual On Omaha? Netflix. Okay. Uh, yeah, so a new one. Hosted by Martin Clunes, who's also in Doc Martin. Um, he's like this like animal enthusiast, which you'd never know from the Doc Martin. But anyway. <laughs> Dude, Thomas Edison at one point, when, whatever year it was, 1890s or 190-something, somewhere in there, was wanted to demonstrate that AC was more effective than DC. So as a marketing or to advertise this fact, there was a circus it. elephant yeah. that mm-hmm. had somehow... You know, they were this. already exploiting these animals anyway and doing making them do shit that was they were not meant to do. Somehow the circus elephant like killed a couple handlers... Right. So they they decided they were going to fucking electric. They were going to kill the elephant, but they made a public spectacle out of it. Yeah. And Thomas Edison mm-hmm. fucking hooked up elephant. and electrocuted that that fucking elephant just to market his fucking product. Um, and that there's actually Irish prick. there's film footage of it too. Right. Yeah. Have you right. seen this? You, no, so I you're familiar it, with? But this. I know of it. Right. Right, it was like one of the fir- earliest, you know, mo- yeah. movies. Back when movies had like no plots or anything, it was, it was one of the earliest was, snuff right, films. Pretty much. What the- electrocution? Uh, Tom Edison's electrocution of an elephant. Oh, that was like the actual clip. And they would like go in places and show it. It was. Pro- it was probably a silent film too, right? Yeah, I'm yeah. assuming. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I don't know. It's disappointing too because I share a birthday with that dude. Hmm. Oh, with Edison? Yeah. With the elephant? Or the elephant, yeah. Well. You know what the best thing is about abortion <laughs> jokes? Ruth Bader Ginsburg. They never get old. Oh, you motherfucker. Jesus Christ. Look, any joke can be funny. <laughs> any joke can be funny with the right delivery. Except abortion jokes because there is no delivery. Oh, you motherfucker. <laughs> he snuck it in there again. He's sneaking him in, man. <sighs> <laughs> It was an abortion, Michael. An abortion. <laughs> it was a son, Michael. A son. And I had it killed because this must all end. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, like like she's in the room with us. <laughs> so Diane Keaton. I know, Michael. Yeah. There's no way you could forgive me. Not with this Sicilian thing that's been going on for 2,000... 000- I didn't really have the sound effect. <laughs> there it is. Perfect. <laughs> oh. Guinea John. I don't know. That Sicilian thing. It's pretty much gone. It's all been broken down, split apart, watered down, assimilated. I wonder if she had the same feelings after taping Baby Boom. <laughs> I've not seen that, of course. Yeah. Why are orphans so bad at baseball? Jesus Christ. I don't know. I don't know wait, something about home. Because they can never make it home. Yes. <laughs> I, I I outsmarted that one. Bastard. Um, one of the most horrifying films I ever saw. Mm-hmm. It scarred me for fucking life. Mm-hmm. Um, Diane Keaton, Looking for Mr. Goodbar. Have you seen it? No. Um, Holy fuck. So here's fuck. the thing. I've been waiting for a good version <laughs> like of it. Like the chocolate bar? It, my, my mom... So my mom actually remembered that movie from when she was young uh, and saw it. It actually just played cable not that long ago. Really? And there's no D- it's not on DVD or anything. 
Really? Um, there's some sort of rice clearances issues. I'm not exactly Whoa. sure what. Um, but it played Turner Classic Movies a few months Did back. And so my mom recorded it, and I've been meaning to go over there and watch it. But no, I never saw it. What's the, what's the premise? I've never even heard of the, it. Well, I, no, I'm not giving. I'm not okay. going to give anything yeah, away. Okay. Um, it's it's set in like the early '70s. Um, it's about a young woman who's single and plays the field, and it's kind of almost like this women's lib. Like she's independent and she can sleep around, and uh, it's a okay with Diane Keaton. Yeah, that oh, color me surprised. Go ahead. <laughs> um, she, it seems like she always falls into that part. Is all I'm saying. Oh. Um, and you know, she's like prides herself. It's sort of like the man can go out and be like a libertine and all that shit and not, well, she does it in this movie and picks up guys and doesn't get connect, doesn't stay connected with them and whatever. So she's a Um, whore. Well, now here we go. (laughs) Um... It's funny how we have like nice sounding names like Libertine Lothario for men, but for women. Stud. Right. Uh, Casanova, ladies' man. But for women, we have whore, harlot, strumpet. Cum dumpster. (laughs) (laughs) Sausage wallet. (laughs) Jesus. Guinea Juan does not condone these. Um, Um. Jesus Christ. But anyway, um <laughs> the the let's just say the res, let's just say the no, resolution. No, no, no. All I got to do all I got to say I'll, is I'll oh, Jesus Christ. Bruce is pussying out here. Because right. I've seen a million movies. So it becomes very easy for me to guess things. Okay, or okay. Figure things out even with even if if I talk around it. Okay. Most not, you know. All right. Well, all I'm going to say is it scarred me for life. So yes, when you see it, you will have to talk about it. Okay. Um, Good enough. I just I just like to think that at the end of this film, it's just the Bud Dwyer footage that pops up on the screen. <laughs> glug glug glug. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, other names for speaking of suicides, the uh, the genitalia, the women's okay. Uh, I have a nice list here. Okay, let's hear it. Well, we are, right. I'm going to say shit on your cousin. How far? How far down the list do you need to go before it gets to a uh, meat curtain, roast beef curtains? Uh, it, it's not in roast beef curtains is not in here, but that's one of my favorites. I bet. I bet I could outlist that list any day of the week. <laughs> All, right. All right. Well, here's a few challenge accepted. All right, mound of Venus, Cupid's urn, what? Pussy beaver snatch tail muff. Twat. Uh, <laughs> frontmost of the dirty ditches. Hairy hoop. Bearded clam. Chuff. Cockpit snapper. Front bum. Minge. Fanny. Slit slot slat. Fanny. The beast below. The love canal. The quim. The nook and cranny. <laughs> the quim? Yeah. What the hell's a quim? That. That, that one's not used very much anymore. Uh, it was a the, 70s thing. The gash, the thingamy, the so-and-so, the bacon buddy finger pie punani, the hole, the lucky dip, the dick depot. <laughs> the dick depot is my personal fucking favorite on this list. Dick the dick depot. depot. Okay. Uh, swamp, trap, 
<laughs> Swamp trap. <laughs> Biscuit. Muffin. Okay. Now I've got another list of for the donger. Uh, hold on. Before you get to that, uh, ten of the worst slang words for vagina that'll make you cringe. Oh, great. It's by a woman, by Caitlin Corsetti, on the website girlwithau.com. So let's let's hear let's hear which ones they don't like. You can fuck that website right uh, now. Little red wagon. I don't see anything wrong with that. <laughs> Little red wagon. Axe wound. I was going to say that. <laughs> I heard that. Oh. It's, it's nature's axe wound. Yeah. Uh, beef curtains. I love yeah. that one. I forgot the roast. Uh, she has to say, "Stop! This is not appealing. This is a." This is a gross thought. I mean, picture gigantic drapes of meat a la yeah, Lady Gaga's we know. meat dress. Yeah, that's why we said it. This is not okay. <laughs> we don't need her to, like... It's right. perfectly you know, okay. Right, right. I mean... The, the name says it all. Like, if the shoe fits. It doesn't need any elaboration. <laughs> Fur burger. <laughs> that's a good one, too. <laughs> Flour. I mean, what's wrong with that? Like, Like... Flower is in W E R or you like, like na- O U R plant. Oh, okay, not like the baking right, ingredient. Right, no. Okay, beaver. Well, that doesn't make people cringe. I mean, come on. Apparently, it makes this didn't make Leslie Nielsen it, cringe, with makes, whom I also share a birthday. I might add. Apparently, it makes this feminazi cringe. <laughs> Honey pot. I don't see anything wrong with that either. Like, you could call my dick whatever you wanted, and it's probably it not going right, to offend me in care, any way. Right. Hot pocket. Kind of like that one. <laughs> Hot pocket. Bearded clam. Both lists. And cupcake, muffin, cookie, or other assorted pastries. <laughs> so apparently that sort of thing. So anyway, sort on to the donger. Okay. <clears throat> Here's this list I have. For a cock, you've got the shaft, the horn, the prick, the trouser snake, the schlong, the happy hammer, your Percy, Peter, poker, wonder whammer, <laughs> the bone, the meat and veg, the giggle stick, belly banana, one-eyed python, dick, the coochie rooter, <laughs> the, s- <laughs> the sausage slammer, the wang, the tool, the wham bam, thank you, mammer. The todger, tadger, chopper, and the wick. The beef, your little chap, your Mr. Big, the baby maker, Willie, dirty dangler, the piece, the prong, the kit, the gear, the rig, the plunger, dingus, winkle, hairy hanger, the dingaling, the knob, the jiggy jig, the weenie, pecker, dibber, and the wanger. Um, let's see. Hold on. Are you done? Okay, that's it. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Miss uh, Caitlin Corsetti over at girlwithau.com mm-hmm. has 12 <laughs> gross slang words for penis that will make you never want to see one. Although, right. obviously. We'll be the judge of that. Doubtful. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Challenge accepted. Uh, meat Puppet. All right. Great band. Love Steak. I've never once heard that. I've heard Tube Steak. Pecker. These are just like random ones she found. Basilisk. 
Like that's a, a basilisk. Isn't that, isn't that the, like a, that's the lizard that walks on water, right? I, I don't. I'm sure. Uh, it sounds like a weapon from Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah. Right? Or, or uh, like well, according to this, apparently it's a Harry Potter thing. Like really, uh, disco stick, flute, one-eyed monster. I've heard of meat whistle. Anaconda. For flute. Johnson. Beef thermometer. I've heard about that. The, about I've, the first good one. On I've used that list. one before. <laughs> <laughs> you look sick. You look like you needed temperature taken. Pipe cleaner. With an all beef thermometer. And pork sword. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go down. <laughs> That was good. So yes, pork sword was good. But there, but it's funny because we're we're complimenting this list, and she put it into the you know right, right, the yeah, internets I, to, to with the exact opposite intentions, yeah. right? These are appalling. Uh, one line slang dictionary. One hundred percent all beef thermometer. That's a pretty good one. Uh, anal impaler. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> That's a little excessive. Baloney pony. Not bad. Bald-headed yogurt slinger. <laughs> Big dick in the twins. Uh, baloney pony. I already said boomstick. Brass clankers. Do, do, do. Cock rocket. Cool. That yo- yogurt Coin slinger. Purse. That's the balls, yeah. Yeah. I've heard, Stewie <laughs> said that on Family Guy. <laughs> Brian, would you like to shave my coin purse? <laughs> <laughs> Doinker, <laughs> D train, <laughs> Giggleberry. What? John Thomas. I've heard of John Thomas. Is there one actually named John Thomas? Like, is that you know? Did it get that for? I don't know the origin of it, but I, I first sure learned it in Monty Python has a song. <laughs> you ever heard that song? Yes. It's in there. Schlort? I don't think anyone's ever called their dick a schlort. Maybe maybe like Alf. Maybe. Because that's what they call it on this planet. There's Schlong, Schwartz. The hell's a Schlittle? Oh, it's also another movie that I played for the kids the other day for the first time. For Which them. Uh, Spaceballs. Oh. <laughs> Yeah, Mel Brooks is hit or miss for me, but... My grandma took me to see Spaceballs in theaters and got very upset because they say fuck in it. Yeah. Do they? We, we were young. Yeah, they drop an F-bomb. Uh, when they go and he's in a uh, dark helmet in panic and he runs over to that one piece of equipment, they pull up the thing and it has an out-of-order sign and he says, fuck, even in the future nothing works. Uh, and it, it was just like it was either a few weeks. I feel like it was not that long before, not that long after that we went and saw Beetlejuice, and Beetlejuice wow. also drops an f bomb. Nice fucking model, right? And you know these were PG movies, and me and my little yeah. sister were you know going to see my my grandmom took us to. <laughs> the only reason I remember that Beetlejuice quote is because I said it. I was probably about six or seven, uh-huh. and I got smacked in the mouth for repeating <laughs> it. So like, you're not allowed to say it. Meanwhile, we're all fucking sitting there right. as a family. But I repeat what's on the screen, and I get smacked. Thanks, Michael Keaton. God damn it. So, yes. Michael Queefen. 
Speaking of Michael Keaton, we mm-hmm. went to DC and they had the uh, the Michael Keaton Batmobile at the Smithsonian. Really, that was kind of cool. Oh yeah. So you yeah. went to DC. How how was that whole trip there? You want to talk tell us about that? It was pretty good. Uh, we went to the White House, took a tour. Oh yeah, it's all that. Uh, saw your pics. Took a tour of Trump Estate. It was underwhelming. Wait, pics? Did you, did he post? Did you post pictures of it? I think so. I didn't see any of that shit. Christina did. because he, he blocked you. Oh. Did you see you him should've. post pictures? You should have seen them because I was tagged in them. Yeah, I saw them. And You're I'm not, not good I'm... at the social media no. stuff, man. You're fucking terrible. No. What's, a, what's a hashtag do? See, I hashtagged White House. Like, beast. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag gross. Um, so you were Hashtag. ushered through. Did you see all like the LBJ library and the fucking Truman? No. Fucking let's fry some innocent people room. <laughs> no, <laughs> no the, those were off limits for, from what I, they weren't on this tour. Um, they only have the East wing open, which is like a couple random. It's a green room, the red room. It seems like it's not the living quarters of where they stay. It's like these things are kind of just roped off for tourists or. If they have special guests over the 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 east room, which is like where all the performances are. Did I say a rubbed off clitoris? I said roped off. (laughs) Oh, roped off. Yeah, (laughs) roped off from the rest of us. Is that what I said? I don't know. For tourists, for tourists. Maybe that's what I said. That does sound like roped off for tourists. It's a little bit rubbed off for clitoris. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Anyway, yeah, so they kind of just usher you through, like, cattle, and you, you see all these rooms. Um, it was fine. I'm glad, you know, it's something to do once. We'll never do it again just right. because of all the hassle of do, of getting through background checks and security. Really? You have to go through back. Well, I guess that makes sense. We applied for yeah. it, like, four months ago. Gotcha. And you have to, you have through your congressman, who, ours of which was Andy Harris. So, huh. And they, you know... Sent them an email. They send it through, get approval, whatever. And you do your thing and walk through with about 75 other people. Right. 60 of which are foreign coming to see the White House for some reason. And we went, you know, it was fine. But the the bulk of the day that we spent at the Smithsonian. So the thing, okay, so we get there at 8.15 for this tour. Mm -hmm. And... The security process from that point to the point where we're actually walking through and seeing things is probably like half an hour. And then the walkthrough tour itself is probably about 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. So you go through this all this bullshit for just like an hour for a 20-minute tour basically. Right. And then by the time we're done, it's 9.30 mm-hmm. and we still have the whole day. So we saw some cool shit at the Smithsonian's. Which uh, which buildings? We went to, to natural, natural history, history and American Air. history. Okay. Do air and space? No, it started raining. Gotcha. So we had to limit ourselves. So we spent a lot of time in those two because they're right next to each other. Right. And uh, saw some cool stuff. Some uh, Last time I went there, I was kind of bummed because I can remember going to the Natural History Museum when I was a kid. And they had real shrunken heads up there. Um, and last time I went, they were not there anymore. I feel like the, I I did see them there. Okay, maybe they put them back. Yeah, but I don't know. There's a lot of a lot of things to take in. Saw um, yeah, Archie Bunker's chair and <laughs> uh, the Swedish Chef puppet stuff. You know, right? It's different pop culture Americana. 
You mean Muppet, right? Muppet, puppet, what did yeah. I say? You, so, well, yeah. It's same thing. You know what the fuck I meant, right? Yeah, I, I, I got no chance. <laughs> yeah. Um, you chicky in the basket. I saw Jim, Jim Henson's meat puppet. <laughs> <laughs> um, what, what, why is it Muppet? Why is the, why the M? I don't have the answer for that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe just just a clever. Does way. it stand for so, meat puppet? Some something to trademark. Uh, did he did I mean, he slide in a little dick joke in probably, there? In his, they're, they're a bunch of fucking potheads. They're like a bunch of hippie puppeteers. Yeah. I heard something about. What, were we talking about it? About something about Jim Henson's son. And he did the. Oh, he did that crazy new movie. With, yeah, uh, I guess it was us talking about. Yeah, it. Uh, Melissa McCarthy is coming out. The like adult puppet movie. It looks pretty funny. Yeah, which is not the first adult puppet movie, but whatever. Team America. I remember Muppets Take Manhattan came to theaters in the eighties. I remember going to see that. Hell of a story. <laughs> I watched the Muppet Babies cartoon. Yeah, I remember that. Too. Remember that? It's pretty good. Um, it's an amalgamation of the words marionette and puppet. Oh. Sure it is, Jim. Sure it is. Not meat and puppet. <laughs> <laughs> I'll believe what I believe. You believe what's wrong. Hmm. Muppet. <clears throat> Muppet Show. I remember if Muppet Show came on. I think it was Friday nights. I used to see it on Sunday mornings. I used to love that show so much. That one, right? With yeah. the old guys yep. in the balcony. Correct. They're the best. They yeah, I, shit the whole I think time. I watched that at night. If I had to if I had to remember. Yeah, for me I think it came out on Friday nights. That sounds right. Um Yeah, I remember back with Dallas and Sh- Dukes of Hazard, all that shit. Fuck. The fall guy. Yeah, man. <laughs> Fucking fall guy. <laughs> pretty, pretty sure we're just having deja vu about past episodes. Yeah, we've talked about this a lot. <laughs> um, um, did you have to take any dumps when you were in DC? <laughs> uh, I don't think so. Okay. If I if memory's not serving right now, okay. Because I remember a couple years ago you went to DC and. Oh yeah! You said something about it got a little hairy from <laughs> around the botanical gardens or something. Yeah, yeah I do remember. I'm that. quoting you exactly. <laughs> I, I remember having to 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 search for uh, porta pot or something. I forget where I ended up going, but uh, in the bush, it, it does sound vaguely familiar. You shit in the botanical gardens. It's fertilizer. Yeah, man. Called a strange fungal. Also, in this documentary where I saw the thing about the elephant, there's. Agrarian cultures, where the cows will shit, and and the and the farmer or the person has a little shack they live in or whatever, they will take the shit, and they'll like, I can't remember now. Like they do something to it. I don't know if they if they cook it or they stir it. They do something to it to where, and then they use it for fuel. They use shit. For fuel, and they showed them like turning on their stove, and a little blue flame comes up, and it's all from shit. Have you, have you ever heard of that? I mean, I guess hypothetically, you could get some type of methane. Or, yes, uh, I think that was it. 
like it, it like generates a gas. gas. Yes, right. it, gen- it's, it it's like generates meth. It must be methane. And these people are living, you know, completely just off of shit. Yeah, they, they don't have to pay a BGE bill and shit like that. Like it's like fascinating. Do they save their own shit? I don't know about that. I mean, why wouldn't you? Just curiosity. I don't know. But <laughs> all this good energy gets flushed away and put to put to waste. It could be it could be used, man. Yeah, I think I read somewhere the amount of cows that we have for agriculture, like just cattle production or whatever, like their farts could yeah. power the whole country. If you could bottle totally. if you could bottle it somehow. Yeah. Between cows and termites, I've is heard. that what it is? Yeah. yeah. Uh, we may have talked about this before, but the amount of methane gas they put, it's like measurable in the atmosphere. Like like the atmosphere is like seventy percent nitrogen, twenty something percent oxygen. And then there's a bunch of other things like CO two, methane that are like one percent, all these things that are like fractions of a percent or a percent or two or something that fill out the rest. Um but methane's in there. All because of farting creatures entirely because of shit and farts from from living organisms. It's fascinating. So I'm watching this electrocution of an elephant. It's really kind of anticlimactic. Well, what we're used to seeing, like I just saw Deadpool today again where some guy gets his fucking head chopped off in the middle of a highway chase scene with a chain. And another guy gets goes splat against the highway sign and all this shit. Deadpool takes a bullet up the anus. Like everything's been done so much louder that, and that, faster now. Is that a euphemism? Like <laughs> And he says, uh right up Main Street, he says. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't that happen in the first one too? That's the one I'm talking about. That's the first one. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. I thought uh I thought you were talking about the sequel. No. Plenty of an- uh, anal humor in the sequel, though, too, I will say. <laughs> anal humor. It's what we're all about. Hard to go wrong with anal humor. I will shit in you. <laughs> oh, shit, 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 shit. So, listeners, we want to hear from you. You need to get on the horn or, you know, the keyboard equivalent of, of the horn and drop us a fucking line. We want your reactions, feedback, questions, topic ideas. Okay. Now, this is we don't want to feel like we're shouting into a well and there's no echo. You know what I mean? Like We need to hear your echo. We need to hear that. So drop us a line. Jeff, you want to you want to lay out uh where should they where should they drop the line to? Get because- this through your head, you Jew <laughs> motherfucker, you Well, since you're asking, Guinea John <laughs> You can email us at taking the cynic route at Gmail. Cynic C Y N I C. Or you can hit us up on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. All those handles can be found at our website, www.takingthecynicroute.com. Yeah, let's hear from you. I keep getting, I got like three or four random emails. You did. 
and none of them i should just pull them up and read them because they're pretty it's pretty fucking funny might as well because they have nothing to do with our show i don't know if it's like another podcast it's getting like cross weaved between the fire like our our hosting service Mm -hmm. like it's but they're all like people are people are oh shit (laughs) it's not like spam email no 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 no. it's people thinking they're writing to somebody yeah it's people (laughs) trying to let's see like um that one's for us. This one is not. Let's see. Uh, oh, that's to increase traffic. It's some spam that's bullshit. Spam, right. This one. Um, oh, yeah. I had to translate this one. Let's see. Uh, message. Now, this is to our, our podcast email I just gave you guys. Message. Weight is how hard your blood pushes against the walls of your arteries when your heart pumps blood gasoline. <laughs> <laughs> arteries are the tubes that carry blood away from offers to take your heart every culture your heart beats it pumps blood through your arteries to the vacation of your body <laughs> okay so I, that was translated oh yeah translation from from uh french apparently yeah, there's a website link so that's probably spam maybe but it's i mean why why would they sp- anyone spam that you know what I'm saying? Uh, right. I figured it's just because I got another one here. Let me go back from a while ago that I guess I just never um, told you guys about. Let me see. Take it here. It is so John Guinea feedback. <laughs> Here's one: the ED resulting from that surgery might be either temporary or permanent. Once you discover <laughs> the most effective natural treatments, it is possible to once more have full power over your sexual pleasures. Like pretty much so, the same website. That was Jesus. another message from whatever fucking bot or whatever, right, you right. know, Dr. Algorithm robot. <laughs> uh, they're sending our way. But thanks. Thanks from... Uh, thanks so, from Holloway Heichel. Yeah. <laughs> so, in other words, listeners, we need... We <laughs> want to hear from you. We need, <laughs> yeah, we need, we need real mail. mail. Shit that's right. not about ED or blood pressure. Or... Legit shit. I mean, about. if you want to write to us about ED and something we you want us to talk about, we can do it. So here's here's one from an actual listener. Okay. okay. Uh, shout out to Uncle Dave. Okay. Uh, he says, the episodes are fairly entertaining thus far. <laughs> Keep up the good work, boys. Potential topic, which Sheen war movie is better or neither? Martin Sheen in Ap- Apocalypse Now or Charlie Sheen in Platoon? Which... It's a good topic. I've seen both. I choose Platoon every day of the week. I choose Apocalypse Now every day of the week. Interesting. Platoon is a great, a good movie, though. Yeah. Uh, well, I've never seen Platoon, so I'm I'm out. Jew. I know. Disappointing. I know. It's really good, actually. It's a great movie. That was out similar time period of Full Metal Jacket. I yeah, remember and that. there was a whole big run of non movies in the late mm-hmm. '80s. Uh, yeah. Besides, even the obvious. You know, ones like Platoon, Full Metal Jacket. I mean, you had Hamburger Hill and uh, Born on the Fourth of July. Right. Yeah, yeah, that one's a little later, but yeah, also a good one. I like Born on the Fourth of July. It's a little drawn out. It's like three hours long or some crazy Mm -hmm. shit like that, but it's pretty good. Made by the same director as Platoon. Oh, really? Who is that? Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone. Oh shit! Now you want to talk about a quality Oliver Stone movie? JFK, man. How did I guess you were going to say that one? <laughs> Jesus I've, Christ. I haven't heard about this before. What's JFK? <laughs> <laughs> now, can it... <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Have you seen Apocalypse Now? Yes, I have seen that. Since you're a, a yeah, Coppola yes. aficionado. I have seen that. Um, and? Well, your... I know it's based on Heart of Darkness, which is a right. book that I re- actually read that Written first. Written by? Joseph Conrad. Good man. Um, and, uh, like, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. My, you know, actually, you know what war movie to me, the the nom movie that to, that to me made the biggest impact was the Deer Hunter. Okay, have you I seen the Deer that. Hunter? Yeah, yeah. it's funny yes. because I mean, before we get off on that tangent, Apocalypse Now to me almost doesn't even necessarily feel like a nom movie. You know, it's it, it's more of a movie about this journey that just happens to take place during mm-hmm. Nam. Yeah, you know I was going to say, it's almost it's less of a war movie and more of a yeah. I mean, I guess it's still a war movie, but mm-hmm. it's not about the conflict itself. I right, know what you mean. Right. However, Pl- Sheen, Platoon is really right. Yeah. And Platoon does have like the the final, uh, you know, battle scenes of Platoon. To me, watching that felt the most, I mean, at least at the time, it really felt to me like what it would be like to be in war. Yeah, just these flashes everywhere, and just shit going haywire, and coming at you from every direction. And right. But anyway, so what were you saying yeah. about Deer Hunter? Well, Apocalypse Now, first of all, yeah, mm-hmm. it's like it takes that like sort of standard like hero quest that Sheen is on, and he's got to go. Like any hero has to leave home, go into conflict, and go into a place that's not the safety zone, and mm-hmm. travel into this. Like, the whole Joseph Campbell hero quest thing. Um, but it's like a fractured version and it it plays with that and it fucks with that because when he gets to his destination, like Kurtz, the Brando character normally would be like the Ben Kenobi or somebody that he is going to mentor him or help him or something. But he's like flawed and and crazy and fucked up and Sheen comes out of that fractured and not better off. Right. You know, uh, like it doesn't have the hero ending where the hero emerges victorious and, with wisdom and shit like that. If anything, he's got less wisdom. Um, but, and I think that was sort of a commentary on what war does to people anyway, you know, um, right. That war is not always heroic, you know, mm-hmm. um, like just because you go out there and you, and you I don't know that that's a whole different conversation, but, but, <laughs> <laughs> but the deer hunter is more about a group of friends really. Right. I think too. Um, yeah, because re- I mean, really, the Vietnam stuff's only, at least the part about their time in the conflicts, only like what a third of the movie, maybe. If right. that, I was gonna say, it's right, even right, less. yeah, because yeah, I mean, you got the whole big chunk in Virginia with the weddings and everything, and mm-hmm. the actual, you know, the hunting and the, you know the camaraderie between these people, and they kind of go off and find themselves, right. Uh, and even like the Russian roulette stuff, that's after the war, right, fact, right, yeah, you know, they're just living in. Vietnam mm-hmm. or wherever the fuck they're. Yeah, um, Christopher Walken's character kind of stays. Right, he like never leaves. But yeah. that little five minute scene where they're first playing roulette as prisoners of war is horrifying. Right, one of the most fucked up, intense scenes ever. De Niro in that scene, dude, has, that is that is his greatest scene he's ever shot. Like. Hands down. It's probably some of Walken's best stuff, too. Yeah. Yeah, this is also something we've talked about on the podcast. Is it really? I yeah. don't <laughs> think so. Dude, you're so full of shit. We've 100% had this exact conversation. 
Pretty, I, I really, don't, some of the lines I believe are verbatim. I totally. Well, I, that just goes. To well, show it's not, not lying, on right? volumes one yeah. through eleven. Correct. It is not. Okay. But it's probably <laughs> around volume, episode 13, 14, or fifteen. All right. If I, had well, to guess. I will look forward to that. I, <laughs> Jesus. Um. But by the way, that happy Roman joke I was in the deer hunter. Yeah, that's why. As I a matter of fact, that's probably where you that joke fucking came from. Was the deer hunter conversation we had? Okay, <laughs> I, I'll, I'll I'll look forward to hearing that then. Because uh, I'll, I'll be sure to mention it in the intro, whatever episode comes up. <laughs> <laughs> so we hope you guys enjoy taking the cynic route and then our second conversation about the deer hunter, <laughs> right? Uh, I will say this too, the deer hunter. How you said there's weddings at the beginning, which is just how the Godfather started too. It's interesting, isn't it? They use that same motif to start with something happy, so that everything can sort of unravel from there. You know, it's an interesting structural choice that they made. Sure. Is that it? <laughs> that was it. Oh, and a book called The Jungle, Upton Sinclair's The Jungle, starts the same way. It starts at a wedding reception. Yeah, because you've never talked about that before either. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like, I don't remember any of this. Dude, you 100% have talked about The Jungle. By I've Upton talked about Sinclair. The Jungle, but yeah. not that aspect of it. Maybe. Okay. Oh, you're giving me a maybe on this. I'm giving you a maybe okay, on that. Okay, wow. I, I, that's a victory for me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a win. But only because I remember thinking I really want to read that book now. Yeah. Because it's about uh immigrants coming over and ha- you know the how Being basically the flow was controlled and we, who who we needed when we needed them. Right, right, right. Being economically raped and taken advantage of and all for the big businesses to maximize profit and Right. Hashtag rape revenge. <laughs> I don't remember any of this. Damn. So, yeah, I guess the moral of the story is, hey, listeners, send us some email with some fucking topics and we'll we won't we'll stop repeating ourselves. (laughs) Excellent point. That's very excellent point. Check it out. www.takingthecynicroute.com. Also on Facebook and Twitter and. Instagram. Instagram. All that shit. Yep, yep. Okay. Thanks again. Yeah. And with that, I guess we're out. That's it. So, Guinea John has been one of your guides on this road, on this cynic path. (laughs) They call me Bruce. And I am Jeff. We shall hear you. We shall talk to you again. Let's hear from you. Hit us up. Kill that Indian son of a bitch. Well. <laughs> we hope you enjoyed this episode of Taking the Cynic Crowd. If you guys want to contact us or follow us through social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you can get all of our handles at our website, www.takingthecynicroute.com. If you want to email us for guest opportunities or topic ideas, you can email us at cynicroutepodcast at gmail. And if you really like what you're listening to and we made you laugh and you got a couple bucks to spare, 
you can check out our Patreon page. Any amount per month will help us cover the cost of doing the podcast itself between production and hosting and domain registry and all that fun stuff. So until next time, like, download, and share. Taking the Cynic Route.